Good day, everyone. This is Martha Childress, and welcome to Sedona Spotlight, where each week my co-host, Ariel Archer, or a special guest host, will feature teachers, healers, visionaries, and other notables in their field from mystical, magical Sedona, Arizona. Sedona Spotlight is here to shine its light on you so anyone, anywhere, or anytime can experience the amazing energies emanating from the sacred red rocks of Sedona, Arizona. You can also lighten up live from Seattle and vicinity in Washington State every Tuesday at half past noon on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Or you can listen live online from anywhere in the world at 1230 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time by clicking the Listen Live link at SedonaSpotlight.com, where you can also find archives of all our shows to listen to anytime, anywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> today I have my co-host, Darielle Archer, um, who just after telling me the titles of some of her upcoming independent classes, I knew I had to have her on the show. Uh, one being energy vampires protection <laughs> and the other feng shui holiday harmony. And I thought those were uh, perfect shows and perfect timing to have her as a guest on my show to talk about these two subjects before heading into the holiday season. So welcome, Dario. Oh, welcome, Martha. Thank you. Yes, the holiday seasons brings up all sorts of wonderful things. It's either, oh, this is so wonderful, I'm excited, or Oh, I don't hope we don't have a repeat of last yeah. year. It's like, well, oh. it's so funny because of those two classes, like the energy vampires. And I'm sure, I, I don't know, unless I'm just very, very unique on this planet, there's one in every family. <laughs> yeah, some, sometimes you hit the mother load and you get three or four. <laughs> or, or there's more. And then um, and then the holiday feng shui, too, especially if you're, you're hosting um, and you're having you know, hosting some energy vampires, you need all the help you can get on the home front. <laughs> well, actually, and, and that's true. Or if you're visiting and oftentimes you um, run into all sorts of things at the office parties. So, you know, oh. our nears and dears are, can be our, you know, our coworkers, it's our spouses, our friends, our parents, our family, you know, it's just people who we are in proximity to and that we are open to because, you know, we love them. We generally want to be around them. Yeah. And so we open up our quantum field and open up our little heart. And then when we have, you know, a zinger, we go, Ooh, I was yeah. happy till a moment ago. <laughs> yes. And uh, I think it was, uh, was it Eckhart Tolle that said, um, so you think you're enlightened, go spend the weekend with your family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah, you know, you, you uh, times that by two or five exactly with the holidays. Cause it's like, Oh, I have to get ready. I have to get the food. I have to get the kids. Everything has to be perfect. I have to clean out the living room. Oh my gosh. I have to clean out the spare bedroom if they want to stay, stay overnight. And there's just all of these hundreds of other things that play into that. He's absolutely brilliantly right. Yeah. Well, uh, why don't you, I, it's, it's kind of fun how these kind of interchange. One's kind of the solution. One's kind of the, the, the challenge. Um, so uh, what, what is your definition of an energy vampire? It's someone who takes us, like I says, you can be in a really great state. And your quantum field, you feel good, everything's working, and then suddenly you're shifted out of it. You, you know, some of the symptoms of when you've had an energy vampire encounter is that suddenly you can't focus, or you suddenly get really nervous and anxious. 
And there's like, you know, six to eight symptoms that you find. And one of the most curious ones I've found is after an encounter, you often feel uncomfortable. You feel very bloated around your midsection because you know it's an irritation you've had an, an inflammatory yeah. response to a toxin <laughs> exactly exactly well you know, I, I think that's really interesting because sometimes um you don't uh, when you're in the midst of an encounter um you might find that you're struggling for words or something and then suddenly um but your 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 mind's more engaged with the oh how did this go south or this or that or this is weird but the minute it's, it's over, you feel like caca. Can I say caca, Eric? Yeah. You... <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. So, but it is, it's just like, you just feel like, what just hit me? And um, I think that's, you know, for, for me, that's when, you know, if I'm, I, now I kind of notice, you know, when there's an, a discomfort kind of right away and I, you know, kind of do my thing, but um, why don't you talk about when you first start to notice something, what, what, how you can start to pivot out of it or just allow space to let it just go by. Right. When, what I say is, is that when you have a dramatic shift from a state that you're feeling good, you're getting, your focus is good, you know, that, you know, you're sleeping good, life is good. <clears throat> to suddenly, like you say, you walk away, it's like brain fog, it's, or it's like, I can't yeah. talk when this person comes near me. It's like, I can't hardly breathe. It's like, I feel choked up. I can't articulate. Nothing I want to say suddenly comes out right. <laughs> it comes out. <laughs> It comes out very interesting, you know, it's like too bad we can't record some of those at the minute they're having. When you notice that, and then when they walk away, you're, you, you feel uncomfortable. It's like you want to go home, you want to shower, but you just feel uncomfortable. And a quick way that you can get back into one of those states, as I call it, the recharging breath. And again, it's going to change the quantum field. It's going to change your body and mind chemistry and allow you to come back into a more positive, healthy state. And, you know, what we think influences our quantum field, what's out in the quantum field, whatever is the strongest, you know, our, not just our aura, but even beyond that plays right back to us. And so yeah. can you give us an example of that? Can, can we do that right now? Yeah, well, we're going to we're going to do that. OK, so um, or, or do you want to do it in a. No, we can do it right now. This is okay. great. OK, so uh, think of a time that, you know, it's like right now. Have you had one of those states recently where you got taken out of your. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before you before you came on <laughs> in the last hour or the last day. <laughs> oh, whichever one you want to choose. It's like, okay, get that state. We'll put you back in the but but you yeah, I can get out of them faster now. And I think at some point you um if there's kind of this is a whole topic in itself, but I think as you get rid of start working on on things enough to you know to not have as low of a threshold. You're also, you know, you're not burying stuff. So you, you're hit with it. You're open. If you're that open, you, you feel stuff right away. So it's like, oh, okay. So I'll, I'll kind of do it now. So people think that's just going to go away. It just doesn't affect you nearly as much and you get to take care of it faster. So sorry right. if I burst anyone's bubble there, but it's, it's about well, navigating. That that's true. And it's, it's the higher your awareness, the more you and quicker you can change that state. But you know, sometimes the higher you get some, you, you, you get a zinger from somebody that you would never expect to give you yep. one and you just have that step back going, wow. Yeah, you know, do, do I do I know you? 
You know? So there's nothing wrong with anybody out there if they feel zinged. Nope. I mean, it's it's a part of our life. And sometimes the more you're getting zinged, it's it could be you're either really, really vulnerable or you're you're just an amazingly ascended being. <laughs> that's, well, and, and, that's and that's wide really open. True. So don't judge it or each other. And I'm just like <clears> the people <throat> that zing us, it's still, you know, that here by the grace of God go I. I mean, there was another point in my life, you know, that I'm sure I was unaware of vampiring other people. I mean, I don't think it's anything to point fingers at or to really Mm -hmm. keep people up. I think it's just a, you know, especially with what's going on, you know, with all the separation and all the fear. I mean, everyone's so triggered. No one's, I don't think, doing this intentionally. So I think that's a big piece too, just to know that, hey, let's just treat it like energy. Well, and that's what it is. It's not, you know, it's being aware of something. It's not about the judgment. And sometimes when you get hit more, you know, more often, it's because you're evolving. You're more aware. Your awareness is expanding and you're going, oh, okay. And then you can handle it differently. Like, you know, I could have done this differently or what could they have done differently? Or you can begin to bring it up in subtle ways. It's not about judgment. It's about being aware. So, but if you have three or four of them in a room, it acts like a virus because it spreads yeah. all over. Yeah. You know, and so what you want to do, absolutely. There is no judgment. It's just awareness of how to put you back in the state that you want. Yeah. And I think triggers are a part of this conversation too, because um, it's also, it's like, wow. Okay. It may have been um, just something they said the way they, they said it, it triggered something in me that I need to look at a little closer too. So um, it's not necessarily just, okay, well, they were just vampiring me. It's like, huh, well, what am I extra sensitive about right now that I can maybe look at a little bit more too? And that's where I think the breathing is really important because that help, helps you on both fronts. It helps you release the energy and then integrate whatever it is to kind of help you heal at a deep, deeper level for, you know, where they hit a soft spot, which is especially true with family. Right. When when a trigger is hit, it takes you out of the present and it puts you somewhere else. And once you leave present, you don't have power. So the recharging breath is really easy. Like you've you've encountered it. So, you know, uh, you know, don't do this if you're driving or if you're operating machinery or anything. (laughs) It's really easy. Well, you always have to say that. It's very easy and I call it the recharging breath and you just take in like if you're a meditator, you can hold it much longer. If you're not, you know, just start with like, you know, breathe into a uh, like a count of three. Just like, you know, close your eyes, like breathe in one, two, three, hold two, three, exhale two, three, pause and then do another set. Inhale two, three. Hold two, three, exhale two, three, and then pause two, three. And yeah, now so pausing at the inhale, at the end of the inhale and the end of the exhale. That's, right. I think is really key to it. Wouldn't you say? Well, what it does is it allows the body to oxygenate. And then as you're, as you exhale, you want to start to like drop your shoulders and, yeah. and that allows that. Um, where we start to wear shoulders is earrings and and it allows the neck and all of those muscles that wrap around the front of our throat in that to release so we're not you know we're hunched over our computer a lot and so when we're dropping our shoulders it forces us to set up straighter so it helps with the body armor armor 
Chest up, girl. Chest, chest up. up. That's girl. <laughs> and then the second part of that breathing exercise is that you place yourself in a bubble after you've done the breathing and you imagine something good or someone that you love that just feels good and you just want to fill up on it. Or a pet. So yeah, your pet. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> something good. And, and you're shifting your state of mind, but you're also shifting your quantum field in the waves and particles that you're sending out to the world. And you set an intention. What do you want? Happy, calm, return to my former state. And then as you, you set that intention, you're in that bubble. You've placed yourself in a bubble. You're going to fill that bubble with it. And that will allow you to come back into center. It's a, it's a permeable bubble. It's not about keeping people away. It's just so that you can recharge you and you can, you know, put the bubble, refill it anytime, many times a day as you need. If you go, oh, gee, I got out of that again, or I have a deadline or, you know, somebody was rude. I thought, gee, I wasn't, you know, um, aware that you know I didn't expect that and a lot of times when we get taken out there's it's like a shock to the nervous system we're taken yeah. out of that immediate thing and we're just we just go wow but yeah. the more it's the like a more, car tries to cut you off too it's the same thing yeah well it's the same thing they've came yeah. in and when we get brain fog that's a little bit deeper that's somebody that's really gone deep into taking your energy yeah. field and oftentimes I find that they're often very drained or tired or yeah. they can and they don't know how to charge themselves so we're the gas station exactly exactly well i love how you have the um the imagery um attached to the breath because so many people will talk about yes do your breath work or whatever and i remember when i was first doing it's like okay <gasps> hold your breath whatever it's like no 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 you know while the whole time my mind's like going how could they say that how they do that don't they appreciate me you know all that stuff um, but that puts the mind into a focus on something. And I think this is one of those, you know, rare places where living in a bubble is good. <laughs> it is. Well, you know, it's an energy. It allows you because define space and when you're filling it up with your stuff and what you want. And then, you know, as you use that energy and I just look at it, that it's, you know, like that little extra glow that we had, we filled it up. It's like, okay, I have some spare. If it's outside the bubble, please help yourself. But it's a way to keep you charged up where people don't, you know, reach in and take the energy out of your, you know, your heart chakra, or your throat chakra, or, you know, your, your, uh, third chakra, your personal power, it allows you just to stay in that state or to return to it quickly. Yeah. And you can do this before you enter a house. And I like the, the, um, I think, um, it'd be nice to hear. I kind of the, the whole feng shui kind of aspect of these things too. But, um, I know a lot of, uh, when I was kind of having a lot of frustrations with some <laughs> certain gatherings and stuff, and I was just starting to do this, you know, do kind of more work on myself and understanding more of where my wounds were coming from in my family. And I would, as they say, not only would I kind of try and come in all filled up, um, if I just put myself more in the observer, that really helped too. Mm -hmm. And when you're, when you're kind of stepping back and observing, you're, you are kind of like looking at a space and looking at a room in a different way. Right. Isn't that part of what fun, feng shui is about? It's like, how is that space, the whole space? 
Well, feng shui is is really I call it an it's a it's a blueprint overlay that you put yeah. over your house or your office, and it addresses the nine areas of feng shui. And you can look at that overlay in a house and ask people a couple questions, and you can find the areas that need to be worked on and areas that are going great. If they're going great, we don't touch them. It's the areas that you want improvement. Like like one of the recent ones I've had for somebody that that came was um they had blackout curtains they 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 live in florida and it kept saying you have to open you have to get light in your house your front door is like when you breathe in a deep breath to your body and everything circulates well if you're not breathing in you're yeah yeah you know you're sipping it's called the door of abundance and after you know we did a couple things it's like she goes my courses sold clients were coming to me I had energy she goes everything opened up dramatically she goes two days later everything changed well that's what we want to bring in when we go to someone's house there's places in feng shui to support the children to support you to support your ancestors and to support the furry loved ones and each one has a place in feng shui and um, the classes show you with that overlay where to do or if you're visiting a home where you can yeah if you're like going to someone a family's house how do you find the safe spot i mean is there like a quick nice little tip it's like like you say (laughs) a place that's got windows that you know there's like you can see from an exit Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can look for the front door, but something with 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 light. Yeah. And what you want is you you know keeping yourself so that you know you have your your eye on whether it's the host or the or the the person that you know that has a tendency to draw energy or or to um, cause disharmony. And there are, and there are ways I teach you know in the class that. There are ways where you can um, help people by, you know, how to minimize the bossy person that comes in and is like, wah, 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 and they start talking and taking over, or the really shy person that has so much to say, you want to draw them out. Yeah. Or the aging parent who may be blind or or is um, having some cognitive abilities. There are places to sit and support them. That's what I love about feng shui. Everybody has a place to be supported and you can activate it. Well, I think that's a great, great point. Cause um, you know, if you're in, you know, going to the you know family and whoever like takes over all the time, just another way to just kind of not get sucked into that energy, just pull aside the quietest person in that space. Maybe just even go into another room and say, Hey, you know, how are things going? And then it, you know, you're just, you know, I wouldn't call that avoidance. Um, it's just more like choosing to, you know, Instead of choosing to sit there and go, oh God, not this again, you know, you're choosing to do something that might be more positive and get to know somebody on a different level. And they're the ones that get squished even more by people like that. Right. Well, there's actually a place you don't have to leave the room if you're looking at the whole house and you, you get an idea. I, sh- I, I teach it in class that you can take that shy person and you can put them in that place where they feel more empowered and, and where, you know, and what you want to look at is, 
like everything, you know, what do you want from everybody you encounter? Are you being the best person or what does that person trigger that, you know, one person may make you feel less than, or the other one may feel that it's like, oh, well, Martha will take care of it. She's a good fixer. She takes care of it. She's a solution. <laughs> let, I'll let Martha do it. The peacemaker, the mediator. They all have a place, not only in the home, but even around the table, there, there are ways that you can help depending, you know, each case is, is, um, is very specific, but there are, there are rules that you can use to help that. And that's what I love is that nobody is better or worse. It's just, you know, Definitely. they have a different energetic need. And if you're the host, you know, what do you want to give? Do you want the harmony? Do you want the family? Do you want the person that takes over? You know, who do you want to speak? Because you get to set the intention. And I, you know, and you can do Intention's that easily. Huge. Yeah, that's really good too. Even just coming into something, you know, instead of, you know, just dreading it and expecting. In fact, I had a, um, a kind of a prime example um, without naming names, but a, a relative called and then and said, oh, they were going to be in a room with an ex and the ex's spouse. And, you know, they were already so freaked out about, oh, well, you know, what am I going to do? What if, you know, what if this, 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 I take this, this, and I like, okay, stop right now. And I said, why don't you just shift your whole, I mean, you, you, you've already created like the worst doomsday scenario possible for, you know, this, you know, this wedding. I go, why don't you just flip that and go, wow, what if... I'm really pleasantly surprised. And, and, you know, what if I really enjoyed maybe talking to this person or whatever? And lo and behold, I got a call right afterwards and she goes, you are not going to believe it. She goes, I had the best time, you know, I, you know, I don't know what I've been afraid of all these years, but I, cause sometimes you do, you know, mm -hmm. inadvertently set up that energetic. So I think when she was welcoming, you know, the, you know, her husband's, you know, new wife wasn't feeling threatened and didn't go into that kind of a zone too. And she felt so welcomed and loved that she was, you know, relieved probably too. So uh, that in, intention going in is huge. Right. And you can set it outside the door. I know that we're probably wrapping up and we probably like blasted yep, through yep. the whole half hour again, <laughs> but I'm teaching a class this coming Saturday. I'll put it in the, the archive and, and the summary so people can find out where they can find out specifically, you know, what to do so that they can, you know, where you place it matters. And because feng shui, there are some definite rules there and, there and stuff rules. like that. But I love how you pull in the energetics with not just like, where is the furniture going? There's more behind it like that. Oh gosh, well, we did just kind of cruise through this really, really fast too. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks everybody for joining us today. And it's, you know, Daryl, you're not only a great host, you're a great guest. <laughs> oh, well, I, you know, we have, we always have so much fun and it's just such a wonderful, thank you for having me um, and interviewing me, Martha. It's wonderful. Well, and you can also go to SedonaSpotlight.com to find any of um, Darielle's contact information. And you can also, you know, find all of our archives as well. And thanks for everyone tuning in and turning up Sedona Spotlight, because collectively we can all be lighthouses helping to create a brighter end world and a better future for anyone everywhere or anytime. So shine on, everybody. Good day. Hey everyone, this is Darielle Archer, and I just wanted to remind you of the great classes Yavapai Colleges offers 
online and in person. And one of the classes you may find helpful is starting this Friday, November 5th, 1 to 2.30 p.m. It's a six-week class, Activate Your Healing Abilities. And you can find it at Yavapai College website at yc.edu. And they have $10 memberships. You need to be a member. So stop by and join them. They have a great center for artwork. So thank you again and support Yavapai College. It really has been the cornerstone of Sedona in many ways. Thank you. Hello, my name is Sering Lodu, and as a part of the Tibetan heritage, I'm discovering many sacred connections with my indigenous brothers and sisters around the world. I'm also learning how many of them are suffering because of the dirty water, and now it's time for us to help them. So, as we say, if everything is dirty, polluted, or gone, that means we are also gone, as life is a water, so when we take action to help purify our waters. We are also purifying ourselves. When water is polluted, so are we. When water is gone, so are we. So, therefore, it is important for me to connect with my indigenous brothers and sisters so we can share our connected and collective wisdoms with the rest of the world, which is how to live in harmony with the earth. The time is now and right now. We are starting with the Hopi and the Navajo brothers and sisters. So please, I request all of you to help this project and I pray for you all. Love you and thank you very much.